If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loud Pipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Even $1 goes a long way, and we truly appreciate your support. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loud Pipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. You want free swag? Select the barbershop level, and we'll send you a free t-shirt and an annual swag bag. That's right, every year around the Barber Vintage Weekend, we'll refresh your swag with the items of the season. Loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Bogan. Loud Pipes episode 62. We've been riding some goozies again. And we've got some motorcycle news to talk about. Fresh off of a 10,500-mile ride is Mr. Hogan. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, family? What's happening? So how many miles did you get? Uh, I got about 1,600 miles all wrapped up into one nice little round, round trip from Cleveland back to Atlanta, or from Atlanta to Cleveland and back. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I see you on the leaderboard. Looking good, my friend. Looking good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And don't not forget, Mr. Miracle. How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm hanging in there tonight. Trying to get a nice beverage down. I thought you were on mute for a minute there. I was like, oh. Yeah, I had it. I had it. I had it fired up, as you can see. I got, you know, multiple things going on. Texting, you know, keeping the boards going. Keep the beverage going down the down the down the tummy, you know. Mm-hmm. Do what you do, man. Well, Got to do it, man. Well, you mentioned beverage. What is it? Somebody at work was so nice to me. <clears throat> Won't say, uh, you know, not supposed to have beer at work, but you know, they helped me out and gave me a nice twenty-four pack of Yingling. <laughs> Whoa! Something showed up. Hey, I don't know where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. Yeah. So what did you got, my friend? Well, I have. My second pumpkin of the year, and another beauty. This is pumpkin ale from Dogfish Head. It's coming in at 7% alcohol. And another company that does it right. It's just kind of the essence of fall and pumpkin flavor without being syrupy and artificial. Well, well done, Dogfish Head. And they are not a sponsor yet. We're working on (laughs) it. Rico, did you scare up a beverage down there or what? I do. I, I have a um, Traveler's Pumpkin Ale. Mm. Traveler's, yeah. Really good. It it tastes almost as good as a pumpkin, but uh, not as good, but it's close. Oh, that close. pump that pump king, though, that's big alcohol. That's oh, a big man. Boy. When, when they're charging, what, $16 for a four-pack? Yeah. Strong. That's great. That's yes, strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm drinking. I'm drinking the uh, uh, Jack O Shandy. Shandy, Jack O Shandy, Traveler's Pumpkin. That's a mouthful. Well, yeah, right. We'll enjoy it. I will. Uh-huh. 
All right. Well, let's get the program started here. We've got quite a few things to cover tonight. We want to do a quick uh, little show update before we get too far. The first video from Barber is now complete. So we did a, a nice video of our visit to the Barber Vintage Motorsports Museum. And Mr. Hogan put together some dynamite music. And we finally spun all that together and stuck it on YouTube, which you should be able to see as of this posting. And of course, the riders of Loud Pipes have seen it for, I don't know, four or five days since we let them have a little sneak peek. So I think I've, I've watched it like uh, 22 times already. At least a dozen for me. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of the downfall of doing all the, all the filming and stuff while we were there is I didn't get to soak in the museum as much as I wanted. So now I'm going back and I'm just, I'm just drinking up this video with the music. I just, I get kind of chill. I get in the zone. And next thing I know, the 23 and a half minutes is gone. I know. Uh, just, just, yeah. So with that, yeah. So just like you said, we kind of walk through trying to absorb as much as we can, but now looking back on it and reflecting on some of the, the video that we took, Yep. You know, and seeing some of the bikes that I glanced over and really seeing them again, it's like, oh, my God, yeah. And then, you know, and some of those, I, you, you zoomed in on the engine or some particular part about that particular bike. And it's like, yes, it was kind of <laughs> awesome just to kind of see that and uh, and just kind of get all jazzed up about uh, seeing up those bikes again that's uh, in the video. But the, the music, I, kept, I did the music because whatever of, about this particular style of music or the melody or whatever it kind of reminded me of barber so i kind of incorporate that in the video because it just it just rung a bell for me and i just yeah. wanted to incorporate that throughout the video and it just kind of puts you in a chill mode mm-hmm. it's kind of upbeat and it's cool and by the, by the time the end of the video you're like that's it that's the end of the video oh my <laughs> god and you know 23 minutes have gone by so it's just that cool so i hope yeah. everybody enjoys it yeah you did a great job on the music man and and like you said there's so many bikes we try to cover I tried to cover at least as much as I saw with my own eyes. So as we're scanning around, I'm I'm trying to get the angles of okay, you're standing here, you're looking at one bike, but it's amongst all these other ones. So I'm like spinning in circles and like you said, zooming in on certain parts of the bike. And sometimes you feel like you're going too quickly over the bikes and then you realize, holy cow, there's another one. There's another yeah. one. There's another yeah. one. <laughs> it just keeps yeah. going. Yeah. Awesome. Loved it. Yeah. So yeah, good job. That was a, that was a big team effort. You know, everyone, you know, John sort of helped us out obviously when we were in Barber and, and I spliced the video together, Rico did the music and turned out great. I'm, I'm very pleased with that, that little video. All right. Well, that was a long way of saying we got a nice video out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way around, right? <laughs> Going to be one of those nights, I think. Oh my God. Yes. So the the next one on deck is the parade lapse video. So we had a front and rear camera on Rico's bike a little bit ahead of John and I, but I had a camera front and rear and I know John had a camera, but we don't have that footage. I don't remember. No, I didn't have time because I got in a big hurry. That's right. But we still have four angles. We have two from Rico's bike, two from mine. So we're going to try and splice that together. That'll be our next video. And more importantly which our riders reminded us on our, our monthly hangout on this, this past Sunday is we forgot to post our photos. Oh, <laughs> totally. We oh. totally missed the boat on getting the photos out. 
Oh, yeah, man. but how much did we come up with? We have 400, 500 photos that we've taken across the board. And I don't think you have all of mine. Well, there's at least 100 really good ones that, you know, that I would would easily post and maybe more. Yeah, because I got a bunch on my phone that uh, we yeah. need to upload yeah. too. So there's a ton, a ton. And I encourage, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Barber again. And it's funny <laughs> that here we are talking about Barber again. But uh, it, it's 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 such a spectacular event, <laughs> and I encourage everybody to come check it out when they can next year for sure. The first weekend of October, the fifth, sixth, and, the fifth, sixth, and seventh is the dates. Book your calendar. Plan not to do anything but ride down to Barber and check it out because it's such a cool event, and I can't talk more about it. I mean, just that cool. Yes, you can. Hey, hey, I have I have one more comment to say before we get off this topic. Yeah. All right. Did we make executive decision after the last downshift on this topic? I Will have, we be yeah, there? We in, are we going to be there in 2017? Ooh. Not, that, that, mm, you know what? Er. That's that's <laughs> tough because we we also said that we're going to go up to New Jersey to do America. Yeah. Well, that's New York. Or New York. Well, but to join turn join. Jeez, to join the Jersey Boys, I couldn't get it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I thought we decided, but okay, we'll we'll table that. I thought that was decided, but okay. Go ahead, Rich. No, I was just going to say, by Jersey Boys, we mean motorcycle men. That's all. <laughs> oh, I just listened to the last episode, by the way, and it was it was pretty good. And I think it's because the fascination was on it. Yeah, she always raises the bar. Yeah, she does. No surprise yeah, there. Does. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was cool. I'm still listening to it. In between doing work and driving back and forth and work. So anyways, moving on. So what's the next big update we got, Rich? Well, I just want to give a shout out to Mr. Edward Lake on Facebook. He was the 500th person to like our page on Facebook. Yay. Woo-hoo. Thank you. And I tried to reach out to him through Messenger, but I don't know if that exactly works because we're not connected. But um, Edward, if you're listening, Reach out to us through our feedback line, our feedback link on our website, or our email address, which is feedback at rdubstudios.com, and we'll send you a swag pack from Barber. So that'll be a, one of the can or bottle koozies, the keychain, and a couple of stickers. So Awesome. So yeah, Edward Lake, number 500 on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Let's see. Let's see here. One more thing I want to throw out there, Mr. Warfield, mm-hmm. on our lovely site, like to... Let everybody know that we have now officially opened the Loud Pipe store. The store so, is open. So if you guys want to go out to uh, loudpipes.net forward slash store, you can get uh, some of our swag items that we, uh, swag slash items slash shirts. Uh, just let you know that we have a currently a promotion run. The screen printing shirt is available. Mm-hmm. Um, up until the 15th of, we're going to do it up to about the 15th of November and then we're going to get those printed. Yeah. We should just explain that a little bit. So previously we had been printing shirts on demand, uh, through various outlets and we hooked up with a local screen printer up around John's area and we did a new logo. So Natalie put together a nice new logo, which you would have seen us at Barber. It's the red and white one. And we're now doing those uh, screen print, but we have to order 12 at a time. So we're going to kind of batch up the orders um, and then, you know, get one run of shirts all at the same time. So that's why the 
November 1st through the 15th sort of ordering window, and then we'll place one big order. And then as things get going, we'll have that, we'll have those shirts on hand and then we won't have to do this again. So just wanted to explain that. And we, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So I just want to pump that out hat, you know, and anything you go out there and order it and shipping and we'll get it out to you guys. So, yep. I got to say too, John, that uh, I've been wearing my, the, my gray one with the new image on it. The yeah. round one. Right. And uh, I always get compliments down here in Atlanta. I wore it today and I've got four compliments about my shirt. So. Oh, sweet, man. I'm, I'm glad, you know, to make Natalie happy and, and just kind of give a little feedback for Natalie while we're in Barber, the fashionista, ask for some little tweaks or a little help. So she's Natalie's helping her out with some stuff, too. So that's so sweet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All righty. New topics. Hey, that button worked. So, Rico. Yeah. I've been riding goozies again. Shut your mouth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which one do you ride this time? Tell me. Snuck out last week on lunch. I forget which day. Probably was Friday. Uh, with Micah, who's one of our patrons. And he's looking for a new goozy. He has the V7 Classic. I believe I have that right. And he was going to take one of the V9s out for a ride. So, the V9 Roamer is what he ended up riding, and I forget the other one would kind of look more like a bobber with like a chunky front tire. Okay. Is what he was he was riding on. And another patron we were talking with, Zion, is interested in the Grizo or the Griso. I'm not sure how they say it. But this one is kind of their sport bike, if you will. Oh. So you you remember the twelve hundred CC engine that you rode on the California, right? Y- yeah. So put that in a lighter chassis, give it, you know, proper front forks, you know, inverted, fully adjustable forks, give it the good Brembo's, put a killer single-sided swing arm on it, some funky looking exhaust, and you've got the Guzzi Sport Bike. That's what the Grizo is. Nice. And it's... In it? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying, it looks badass. So tell me, was it cool... Uh, riding it as it is just sitting still it was a lot of fun and a lot of people aren't going to like this comparison but i got a lot of modus feel out of this thing and not a direct modus competitor but more like the charm it has so much character it has so much personality you know it's fast it's got that twist because of the way the engine is in the chassis and it's sporty it handles great the brakes are phenomenal it's got 110 horsepower, makes over 80 foot-pounds of torque. It's just like a sport bike. I mean, no, kind of no other way to describe it. It handled and kind of got out a lot like a sport bike. And I, I kind of did the head-to-head because I took the R6 over there. Uh, oh. Got to take your girl out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm warming her up, buddy. I'm not letting it sit around. I appreciate that, my friend. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I kind of did that on purpose. I rode the R6 over. And then took this Griso out for a spin, and then I, of course I rode the the R six back home a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know it's a it's a test ride. I'm not going to be yeah, crazy, but ex- exactly, exactly. So okay, so tell me about the bike. Was it better than what you expected? Was it just eh? Tell me about your ride. 
Well, first, it's totally unexpected. This bike wasn't even on my radar. I'd been looking at the Flying Fortress, um, the new uh, Audace, I think it's called, which they've added the nice carbon bits to that. And of course, Micah has the V7, which is a cool looking bike. And I know about the whole V9 series, but this one was completely off my radar until Zion was mentioned. And I figured, well, I've, I've got to check it out now. This just sounds too cool. Right. And it, it rides very, uh, very sporty, or I'm sorry, the, <clears throat> the position, seating position is very sporty. So your, your feet are tucked quite a bit under you and you lean forward a bit, you know, not as much as as like the R6, for example, but, but you definitely are in a, in what I would call a fighting position. All right. Yeah, it's definitely not a, you know, relaxed, upright, upright ride. And I guess that has is good and bad, but you know, go on. It suited the bike. You know, you, you're able to hug the tank. I know you're a big fan of that. Yep. And it felt like you could just kind of throw it in the corners and it, it felt very, very flickable, I guess it, it changed position very quickly. And the, and the brakes, I just, I don't know. I'm going to have to get a bike with twin rotors next time because every time I ride one of these bikes that's got these twin Brembos on it, I'm just like, holy crap, this thing will stop. Yeah, it rips your face off. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt that way on, on the uh, MSTR. Yeah. Just how quick it stops. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, that's got the mono blocks on it. That's the mm-hmm. as good as it gets. Yeah, pinky, pinky, use your pinky. Pinky, yeah. <laughs> so a, a lot of fun. Yeah, just totally surprised me. Was it touchy? No, not at all. It was very linear. Huh? No, I I kind of grabbed a handful of it a couple times just to see how grabby it was, and you know, it was just a nice linear pull, just like like the MST. You know, it doesn't. It's not like that twitchy. Violent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just that violent grab. It's just a little more levers, a little more break. And it was very linear. Okay, cool. Did it run out of breath at any point? You know I mean, did you hit the red line at all? No, I didn't, didn't really get it up that, that fast. Did one short little highway blast, but mostly rode it on, on side roads. I was looking for twisties. Okay. And how'd you, how'd you feel on it? I mean, was it comfortable? I mean, you, you know, you, you're a bigger guy. You know, he's being um, nice. <laughs> being a big, you're being a bigger guy. Was it? I mean, for real. I mean, you know, did when you're leaning on it. I mean, did you have a lot of stress on your on your wrist? I mean, was it comfortable for you? How was the the travel and the suspension? Tell me more about it. No, you, you don't lean forward that far, so I didn't get any wrist fatigue. Um, no fatigue in the arms. Uh, my legs were a little cramped up. That's a bit more tight in the leg department than I would like to have. For for anything over you know a short ride, mm-hmm. so that part of it not real appealing to me. I I want my legs moved down a little bit more and and either directly under me or maybe a little bit in front. I'm just not a fan of the. I'm just not a fan of my feet being behind me, not for any length of time. Okay. So, but yeah, so that part, I guess if see if I had the bike, let's say I bought the bike, I would probably move the pegs down a little bit. And I don't know if I would touch the bars because, like I said, it was not uncomfortable to be in that position. So I don't know that I would need to raise them up. All right. So seat was comfortable. Suspension was, um, let's call it medium. It wasn't really that firm, but it wasn't real squishy. It was kind of like right in the middle. Had quite a bit of travel on it. So it soaked up bumps nice over the road. Okay. But pretty well sorted out. Yeah, pretty well. 
pretty nice handling bike. You know, with your back and all, when you went over the, did you go in any kind of rough spots to see how it affected you? Just a couple. Yeah, nothing, nothing serious. Not even on the V9. And if you look at that thing, <laughs> that looks like a, a plank sitting on top of the frame. You look at the seat on that thing. <laughs> nice. Even that was comfortable. Nice. So, it, so all in all, it was a responsive, comfortable, possibly long riding bike. A lot Mi- of fun to ride. Probably mid riding. I don't know about long riding, but all right. You know, maybe, maybe could do a hundred mile stint. I don't know. I just have to get used to my my legs being bound up like that, which I'm not. Right. Yeah, you're more of a stretched out type of guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm feet forward with the cruiser, so even riding a standard is is odd for me. Right. Because I need my feet in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> But just to just to spin back to the R6 a little bit. All right. I get it riding in that position when you're on the throttle and when you're going oh, yeah. fast. Oh yeah. Cause I run it up to let's say a healthy speed on the interstate coming back home. All right. And no pressure on the arms at all. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. The wind is like kind of picking you up a little bit and there's no pressure on the arms or the wrist. I'm like, that's it. Just go faster. <laughs> I solved it to riding a sport bike long distances. Just go faster. Oh <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes. It's so true. And once you start to really get in tune with the bike race, like I said before, and I think it was the last episode, when you're on your tippy toes and you're swinging the bike back and forth between mm-hmm. your tippy toes, you know, uh, on either side of your thigh, uh, that's when you know you're really, you know, in the zone when you're able to do that on your tippy toes, having the bike flip between both thighs and you're just accelerating. That's an an exhilarating experience. And to just have that confidence in your bike to take those corners at that speed is another thing too. just having that assurance that to know that your bike can handle however much lean and however fast you want to go through a particular corner at, at any given time is the bomb. You yeah, know, and there's no when there's no gravel, no sand, no yeah. <laughs> no 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 grass in the in the road. You know, it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, I get what you were saying though about the tank because I immediately felt the difference riding the R6. I was like, okay, it, this is much like, or this is much more like a glove. You know, your legs just kind of wrap up around the tank, and and like you said, you just kind of hug it with your leg, mm-hmm. and you just get that extra bit of connection and control when you're going through the corners and I don't know man I don't know how people ride these bikes on the street because you just twist the throttle and shift one gear and you're over 80 miles an hour I'm like this is dangerous yes dangerous (laughs) I mean Micah will tell you we turn left he's like no you go ahead and I just grabbed the throttle shifted once grabbed the throttle 80 miles an hour yeah easy it's like Wow, that was quick. And that's a 600. Just imagine if you were I know, on I know, it's a 600. A 15-year-old <laughs> 600. <laughs> With my backside on it. Yeah. Yes. So these guys riding the 1000s or the, the double R's. God, yeah. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Th- to me, that that's the definition of frustration. <laughs> right? <laughs> Riding that kind of bike on the street? No way. Yeah. No way yeah. I want to put myself through that. Yeah, that's it's torture. Literally, it is. It's torture. 
Yeah. It's torture or you lose your license. That too. Yep. Yeah. That's, <laughs> there's always that. And, you know, if you had to, you can probably almost outrun them. But who wants to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so sorry for the R6 tangent, but yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying riding it. Awesome. I'm glad you are, my friend. All right. So yeah, let's let's close it down on on the Grizo. I I was surprised. It was a nice a nice sporty goozy, which I didn't think there was such a thing. I like I said, been looking at the Flying Fortress and and that big um John help me. What is a big touring one called? The Flying the, the Flying Fortress? No, oh, the the, the Norge. Yeah, the Norge. That's yeah. the big uh, sport touring one. But yeah, this was not on my radar and and of course, we were talking to Jim again over at uh, Matthew's Fun Machines, and he's a big Goozy fan, as everyone knows. He just given us the whole backstory on the bike and what happened when they, uh, what's his name, Piaggio, came in and bought Goozy and also bought Aprilia, and then they sort of made the split. You know, Aprilia did the sport bikes, and Goozy went traditional, and this was one sort of left over in the sporty category for Goozy. It looks cool, too. It, it, it doesn't have a lot of fairing. It's it's almost like a naked bike. Yep. You know, which is really cool. One thing that I really liked was the exhaust note. Oh, really? This you was, got any sound clips? Mm, not any good ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh. But this is probably the best sounding stock exhaust I've ever heard. Ever heard. That's saying a real lot. It just, it made a nice noise. It seemed, dare I say, loud. Oh, and stock. Oh, the character out of this thing was just wonderful. Huh. What would you, would you compare it to your FJ9 at all? Dare say? No. Different animal. Different animal. Different. Yeah. Really? Okay. Oh, the, some of the engine character, a little bit like a Modus, like I said, but a different animal yet. But I, it was evoking some of the same emotions, though, as I get with the Modus. Ah. You know, rowdy engine, rocking back and forth. You know, it's an, it's an unexpected sound because it's a 90-degree it's a V, you know, transverse mounted. It's not like what we have in, in the Harley or the Indian. So it's mounted a little different, so it shakes a little different, makes a little different sound because this has uh, eight valves, four per head. So yeah, free breathing, revs quick, sounds fantastic, and it's fun to ride. And what was the price on this? Do you know? Twelve nine. Twelve nine. All right. That's not bad. Thirteen grand? Not bad yeah. at all. That's not, yeah, that's that seems to be the going price for a nice uh bike over six hundred CCs. Yeah. Well this is twelve hundred, my friend. Woo-hoo. It's not small. double. <laughs> double. So let's ask this: Does it trump the FJ, or is it a totally different class? Does it does it move the FJ out, or is the FJ still up there? Let me ask you that one. Yeah, it's a different animal, though. I okay. Me personally, I'm not. I wouldn't shop this against the FJ09. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think I would. I'm not sure what I would shop it against, to be honest. Because while it might handle and go like a sport bike, it's not a sport bike. It's more like a sport cruiser i guess <laughs> i don't know how to describe it so were you upright like uh, in the motors you ride you rode was yeah. it kind of that position 
a little bit like that, but a little tighter in the, in the legs. Ah, interesting. And, and, and Modus with the sport bars, not the adjustable high bars, the sport bars. Really? Okay. So you're, you're leaned into it a little bit. You lean into it, so you, you feel like you can take a corner more aggressively with this particular bike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I felt uncomfortable in that in the adjustable bars, the way they were set, kind of upright. Yeah, it puts you upright. Taking those, yeah. yeah. Taking corners at that position was kind of eh to me because I wasn't used to it, so I can't say that I enjoyed that as much. I was taking corners a lot slower on that particular. But Lee was manhandling like a champ and didn't have a problem with it. So I guess after you get, it's an acquired, <laughs> acquired taste. Acquired taste, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And, and I guess one final thought on this one. I'll ride this one again because this was just a very quick. I wouldn't even call it a test ride. I would more call it a preview, like a preview ride. Okay. Because I think we only we did less than thirty miles, and I split the ride with the Grizo and the V nine Roamer. Romer, now tell me about that. Yeah. Let's see, Romer. Well, on the surface, it's not really my thing when I first look at it. Because it's kind of got that cafe racer feel. You know, straight frame in the back, very flat seat. You know, looks old, right? It looks like an old bike. Okay. That's maybe appealing to some people. Well, and then you get going down the road, and suddenly you're just overcome with this emotion of, nostalgia and chill kind of like the the video we did for barber you just you start riding this down the road and you're just you're like you know what i need to find a side road and just chill and relax with this thing get your head bobbing and you know you're back in 1975 man just hanging out (laughs) that's what i felt like (laughs) and now mike is in front of me on the grizo just leaving me in the dust I'm like, no, man, this bike's kind of chill. It's like, slow down. Take <laughs> <No>. it easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then when we hit the interstate, because the, the V9 is it's 800 and some CC, I think it's just under 900. You know, we get up to like 85 miles an hour, and then I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I don't want to ride this any faster than that. 853 to be exact. 850, yeah, so... It was a lot more wind even than my, my cruiser, even than my deuce. So it was a handful on the highway. And a big whopping 55 horsepower there, my friend. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> That's like KLR territory. <laughs> oh. Did it run out of gas when you were hitting it, or, or did you ever kind of gun it at all? Yeah, it, it didn't seem like it had much more. It probably would have gone faster, but you know, combination of the wind pressure, and I think that was only a five-speed in that one. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it, it's, it seemed like it was working hard to keep me going that fast. Mm, all right. But on the side so, roads, like I said, just so chill riding this thing. I just, I felt like I could go all the way across the country just on two lane roads. Really? Really cool emotion this thing kind of stirred up. Really? So we recommend this to like beginners, entry level type of rider on this particular bike? Uh, perhaps yeah i think a beginner could ride this fairly low to the ground nice flat seat and if you want that sort of vintage uh, retro look i think something like this would be might be a good fit it's not not overpowered you know it's not going to break your neck by any means Mm -hmm. what about women do you think women could would enjoy this bike perhaps 
Yeah, it's going to depend on your inseam, really. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was low, but not not insanely low. It's not going to be like Harley Cruiser low. So you're like 5'10". Something like that. And you, and you are 5'11". So you were flat-footed in the bike. You still had room to... Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just to give the, the women and the entry-level guys some perspective. Yeah. And, you you know, I could stand up on it, and even the, the Griso, I stood up on the pegs a few times on that, just to feel it out. So, the, you know, the pegs are in a position where you can stand up if you need to. Okay. But, yeah, nice little bike. It's very surprising. Awesome. But just awesome. not, just the Roamer, the, that V9 Roamer, just not my thing. But still a fun ride. And there's... nine. Yeah, and <laughs> there's... funny, because... There's a whole... Um, there's a whole nother bike, you know, the V9 Bobber, and there's all these other kits you can add to these. You can sort of make it look how you want. Really? You know, because I struggle with uh, uh, the, the Guzis having, like, a lot of aftermarket uh, accessories. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, for example, you look at the Bobber. Pretty much same chassis, but now it's all True. blacked out. True. Different shaped tank different fenders big chunky front wheel yep you know completely different look to the bike but then when you you know when you look at the frame and the major bits it's the same thing right but you can just by blacking it out because the the roamer had a lot of chrome you know chrome pipes and um wheels and, and trim and things like that but then the bobber you take it's all blacked out completely changes the look of the bike but it's the same thing so i think i think that's neat i have that option yeah it's kind of retro looking I think, which is cool to me. Yeah. And not, not an uncomfortable seat. When you look at that seat, how flat it is, you're thinking, huh, that's interesting. But to ride it, it was, it was not an uncomfortable seat at all. It was kind of nice, actually, to be able to move back and forth with it being so flat like that. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. You got to ride them. You got to ride some more goosies, Rico. I will because you know it's different. I like how the motor kind of sits out. You don't get a lot of heat from the motors. That's the other thing I was going to ask: is did you feel any heat from it from the motor, or was it comfortable? Because you know you don't want your your knees to get heated up while you're riding this thing. It looks almost sport bike. Like I said, it looks naked sport bike with the with the header sticking out like that. But you got a shaft drive. Yeah, in this huge like oil pan looking thing. I don't know. It might appeal. It may not appeal to people. I don't know. So the spoke. W- Are you back to the Grizo now? Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I am. I'm back to the Grizo. Sorry. Yeah, that's an oil cooler on the right side. That big thing. Is that what that is? Yeah, big oh, oil okay. cooler. Romer. Sorry. Oh no, you're on the Romer. Now, which one are you on? Come on, stop playing with me. Sorry, sorry. My fingers. <laughs> my fingers are hitting this thing, and it's, it's there's a delay. Sorry. So sorry. Skype delay to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Rewind. Which bike? <laughs> the Griezo, right? We're working on the Griezo? Oh, no. We're working on... Well, you were talking about the big thing on the side, so I don't know if... that That's the Griezo. Yeah. Uh, I need to jump off by now. Yeah, that's the oil cooler. It, it's not as noticeable in person as it is in the pictures. Okay. It's, it's kind of... I don't know why, but in the pictures, you're just like, wow, look at the size of that thing. But I don't know. In person, it's it's a little more minimal. Go back. Sorry, I was trying to go back here. 
Yeah, the exhaust is pretty neat. There's uh, two pipes that come out the back. One's a little larger than the other. Roma. No, back on the Grizo. <laughs> but <laughs> if you look at the size of the exhaust can, the catalytic converter is in there. And there, and it's slotted to kind of like let some air in and cool that thing off. But yeah, it's not under the bike like the California and some of the other ones. So you've got that heat behind you as well, behind your leg. Yeah. So don't back up. You know up. what? Right. So I won't back up. So the Roamer is more of a vintage looking bike. Yeah. Very classic. Yeah. Very classic looking. You know, it's got this black. This one has the black spokes. This is the gray, white and with the red stripe. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a banana seat, I would call it kind of like a banana seat. What, what kind of seat would you call it? Like a barber? I, I wouldn't call it a banana seat. <laughs> uh, it looks uncomfortable. Like it yeah, because it wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad? Because Triumph has the same the same seat on it, on it, and so does Ducati with their scrambler. So that's the kind of seat I'm referring to when I when I say banana seat. But uh, it's kind of <laughs> long. And uh, narrow, but uh, it's cool. It's uh, cool. I'm thinking they may call it a cafe seat or something you akin think? to a cafe racer. So, John, while we're sitting here, we're banting about this bike. Look up what kind of seat that is. <laughs> what does Guzzi call it? <laughs> yeah, what kind of what kind of seat is that? A long padded seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it says. Yes, that's it. <laughs> exactly what it says. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> From Motoguchi's website, in the bike, it says long padded seat decorated with the Motoguchi logo. <laughs> and that's it. Stitched with gray thread. Thread. So. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> you know, Rick, I knew where you're going. I was like, well, let me go see what they say. And I looked at <laughs> I did a search on the page, and that's what it came up with. A long oh. padded seat. <laughs> <laughs> a three hour tour oh that's just that's priceless so i guess you went with micah one of our riders from our group uh and he's looking at this in the uh the griso 8v or is he looking more at the v9 roamer what's he no he he wanted to ride the v9 so he has the v7 classic okay which is a very similar bike just about 100 cc less um, and I don't know if they make that one anymore. Doesn't look like it. I don't think so. They had the Stone, the Scrambler, and the... Stornello. It's more like a Venture-type bike. Yeah, that's kind of got the Scrambler pipe on it and the long, flat seat. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and they make the Racer, too. Now, that's the cool. The Racer's looking. sharp. Yeah, the Racer's really sharp. That's the Griso wheels right there. So... Those those wheels, Rico. Sorry, John. On on the Grizo, there's it's a tubeless spoked wheel. Wow, you heard that right? Really? Tubeless spokes. Tubeless. I heard it. Yeah. So he's thinking about going up to only to the V nine. Yeah, he just wanted to ride it, see if it was an upgrade from what he had, and it turns out it's not much different. So yeah, it's, that's that's what I would that think. One. I mean, hundred cc isn't going to be enough to warrant much. I mean, I would think you want to go up to something a little more. Advance after riding for a little while, yeah, and the and the chassis wasn't wasn't different enough, really. Like it didn't feel any more different than what he has. So, you know, why why bother for hundred cc? Yeah, right. I mean, I know probably 
cost wise, I would say go up to the Norge would be, I would think be the better one for him to go to, in my opinion. That's what kind of riding you're doing. And if you're riding around town, you don't want that big thing. Okay. Well, or you keep both and you'd be all set. It's like me taking the Roadmaster to OMB. I don't need that much. I would go. I would do that. I mean, slow Unless down. Thirty now, degrees slow down. I mean, well, wait right. a minute. I mean, I have, I have, but I don't need that much. <laughs> well, well, unless it's thirty degrees out, Rich. It's not that, that hot. Yeah, it's not that hot. I probably wouldn't even put a jacket on. Right. Yeah, it's not that hot. <laughs> Settle down. Settle down. Especially no liner, right? You know, the barber and the racer are two that are really cool looking. And it's got that vintage. I like the race because of the red tubing, the red frame, how they got it painted. Yep. With the touch of red in the, um, in the wheels and everything. That's, that's sharp. I like that. Uh, for 11, 190, uh, 744 cc's. That's a cool looking bike. Yeah. This whole V7 range is a lot of flexibility here too. There's four completely different bikes all on the same chassis and engine, which is pretty neat. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Goozy, man. Goozy's doing it for us. I don't... I'm almost afraid to ride the Flying Fortress now, but... What? I need to do it. <laughs> Let me explain. God. Here we go, I, Rico. Let's I, get I right can't here. Wait to, I can't wait to ride this thing. I gotta here find go, a, a, a Goozy... John, while we're sitting here and, and getting ready for Rich here to say whatever he's about to say, find me a, a Goozy dealership in Atlanta. Oh, all right. Got it. Hmm. Thanks, bro. I'm gonna get some more right. beer. <laughs> <sighs> so, what are you about to say about this flying fortress that looks amazing? By the way, I'm afraid it's just gonna be torture. Torture. It's, it's gonna be like this test riding the Modus. Yes, now I love it. Well, I don't have thirty grand to buy a new bike, so torture. Well, this is twenty one nine nine. I don't have that either. <laughs> <laughs> it's way less, and I think you get more. As of today, I can't even buy your bike, so I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's less than twenty one nine. <laughs> At least I hope. Well, you're doing a lot of remodeling, so I won't hold that against you. Yeah, it's uh I will ride it. I'll take one for the team. I'll do it for the show. Uh but not until I can go and spend some time with it. You know, shoot some nice video, make a make a nice ride review video solid. out of it. Yeah. Solid. Solid, solid. product. Solid. All right. So we will do it. But that's why I just, I, I'm afraid I'm going to ride it, fall in love, and then I can't get it. And of course, they're limited edition, so they're going to be gone at some point. And then I'm going to be stuck buying a used one. It's like, eh. It's like buying a used Corvette. Nobody wants one of those. I would Beat to totally death. drive a used Corvette. I would totally drive a used Corvette. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah, I would too. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kid? <laughs> right oh so goozy yeah anything else any other questions on that one rico no nah, i'm good i'm good you're gonna get out and ride the grizo you need to okay so if i get the opportunity john gives me some yes yes i got your permission awesome uh i'll ride the goozy uh flying fortress hmm? and the grizo hmm? and i'll ride the california again just to, to compare the three. Oh my goodness you're gonna be there all day uh yeah, uh two hours, two. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm saying. When I take the Flying Fortress out for a ride, I'm hoping to be out for an hour. Yeah, that's what so, I'm talking about. So half hour on the two, the other two, 
in a whole hour on the flying fortress. Because what I'm thinking is I'm going to get on it. I'm going to go up 485 for about 15 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes, and then I'm going to head east towards the Uari National Forest. And I'm going to ride out through those roads, and then I'm going to come back on the 485 for another highway stint. Hmm. So any highway that I do here in Atlanta is going to be... Sucks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to either suck or I'm going to be weaving in and out of the track. Mm. Mm. Uh, Mr. Hogan, I sent you the information you needed in your Slack or your Thank private you. PM there message. So Thank it's you. all set for you, sir. I guess we know where Rico will be tomorrow. Yes. The only thing I got scheduled for tomorrow is breakfast, golf, Test rides. and riding motorcycles. Test ride. So you got to go to Marietta. <laughs> I was just there today, by the way. Well, you get to go there again. <laughs> and per the website, they have one in stock. Now, I'm not sure if it's already for a demo ride, but, you know. I'll call them in the morning. Yeah. All right. There you go. Well, that's that's the cool thing about Matthew's Fun Machines. They have a Flying Fortress demo bike. Oh, 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 snap. That's what you need to do, Rico. Get up in the morning, have your breakfast, get on, get on your bike, boom, 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 boom. go up there from Matthew's Fun Machine, tell yeah. Rich to get his stuff together. Meet you there at lunchtime. There you go. Got you a lunch. <laughs> there it is. Tomorrow. There it is, Rich. What you doing Saturday morning, bro? No, Saturday's not going to work. You had a wedding. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. So true. <laughs> he, can, he can skip the wedding. I can do, he, need the yeah. he can he phone that in. So, so it was tomorrow, Saturday? No, tomorrow's Friday. All right, tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Oh. You have to come all the way up here tomorrow? I'll do it in nothing flat. Uh-huh. Well, let me know. Talk uh-huh. after the show. In the downshift. Yeah, yeah. Which you can listen to if you are a rider of Loud Pipes. I almost said Loud Pipe. That would have been weird. <laughs> oh. All right, let's talk about some more more bikes. Okay. Not bikes that I've ridden, but there's some other stuff we want to talk about. Wait on. Lay it on you. Well, there's a competition that we want to get to in a minute, but since we're talking about sort of vintage-looking bikes, thanks, Sean. Let's talk about Triumph's new bobber. Now we've kind of we've kind of bantered this around in our in our little riders social network in the last week or two. And it's pretty neat. So there's a new Triumph bobber out that looks cool. It's based on the Bonneville. So it's based on the Bonneville platform. And I believe this has the 1200 cc engine, John. Keep me straight. Is this based on the 120? Yeah. So this is the, yeah, the 1200 cc from the, the T120. So what do you guys think of this? I mean, I kind of know, but I'm asking you for the show. <laughs> I, I I love it. It's the one of the coolest Triumph bikes I've seen out there. I love it. And if I had to court the scratch to get one, I would have one of these bikes in my garage. You like is it that, that much? It? You just I do. Go right I like it that much. I would go out and buy one of these because it is cool. I like how the seat floats like that on the springs. I like the rear end. I like the motor. I like everything about this bike. The the forks. The the instrument cluster how it sits over the head like the way it does. Yeah. The spoke wheels. I, I I really, 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 really dig this bike. Wow. Uh, for real. No joke. Tell us really, Rico, how you really feel. <laughs> I really, 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 really like this bike a lot. <laughs> high praise for a bike you've never even thrown a leg over. I just looking at it, it looks badass. 
It looks old school. It looks like a new old school looking bike. I mean, it is what everybody wants to do with older bikes. Here it is right here. Brand new. Yeah. No, no oil leaking. It's pretty sweet. It's not as cool as like a Harley type barley, uh, 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 bag, uh, <laughs> Harley barley, <laughs> barley, barley. <laughs> How many beers? Bob, bobber, but it is really cool looking, and I dig it. I love the motor, how it sits in, in the frame. I like the seat. I like this, the hidden suspension with the with the, the the spring underneath the seat there, like it is. It's just really, really cool. I want to think that kind of give my early prediction as our prediction shows come out. I think you're going to see more bikes going old school style and i and i honestly think it looks cool it's very simple clean it's not all yeah it's very minimal that's what i like there's a minimal amount of parts on this thing and i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit on the engine because from the side the direct side profile it looks it looks dynamite i have no problems with it which side are you looking at either side left or right doesn't matter side side profile direct on side profile okay Okay, but then if you're looking at the the link in the show notes there, the very first picture where now you see the engine from a little bit of an angle, so you're sort of towards the front, you're not quite on the side. Mm-hmm. Now I think the engine looks overstuffed. No, but looks, you got the you got you. I, I disagree because there's two exhaust pipes on both sides, and it's coming out on the one side. So I don't know, dude. I I like the way this bike this motor sits in this frame. With the two exhaust pipes coming out the side, the 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 left side doesn't look over overweighted. Mm-hmm. Same with the right side. I I dig it. I have to see it in person. It just looks like it looks a little stuffed in there. A little too much. Um, a little too factory to me in that part of the bike. But then what? when you go front of the pipes and aft of the engine, then the bike looks really nice. But the engine's well, the way the engine's stuffed in there, to me, it looks a little too factory. It needs to have more space I, around it. I don't know. And I like how they kept like the old school looking cara- ca- uh, carburetor look to it. I love that with the, yeah. with the Triumphs. They, they continue to do that. And did you know that that instrument cluster is adjustable so you can tilt it up or down? I did not. Very cool. Yes. That is really cool. Yeah, I think. And, and it's minimal, like you said. Uh, it's just a, a cool looking bike. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And how the even the how the tank is cut for your knees. I yeah. mean that that is one of the coolest looking old retro looking bikes I've seen. Well done, Triumph. Well done. They gotta lift the tank. I want to see a little more space mm. around that engine. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can put spacers in there if you want, but I'm gonna leave it as is. <laughs> I'm gonna raise the front of the tank up about two inches. It's going to look dynamite. Mm, I can see where you're going with that, but eh, I like it the way it is. I think it, I I, I need to see, hear how this bike sounds and it's chain driven. So it's really cool. That was a little bit of a shocker to me. I was like, oh, there's a chain on this thing. Mm-hmm. Huh. I just love how that seat just floats in the air there. It, it, it is cool. And I love the, yeah, the seat. The seat looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, the back of the bike looks really cool. You know, it's a, a different take on a soft tail, if you will. But the the seat is is rigid, you know. That suspension that you're seeing under there is for the swing arm. Mm-hmm. That seat yeah. is fixed. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like how it floats in the air like it does. Yeah. Just the word barber on the side there. <laughs> just put barber on the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah barber on the mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, Rico. Back I'm to barber sorry. again. We didn't get 40 minutes. Bobber, bobber. <laughs> and th- and then too the, the how the how the battery cover is with the straps with the metal strap that holds the battery in place that is cool that is also retro that is the coolest thing looking thing and then what's what's nice too is how you can put the mirrors on the on the outside of the grips so yep. the the picture you're probably looking at doesn't have that but you can get those outside mirrors you can have it up or down which is really cool uh, the display gives you everything you need, turning signals, bright, neutral. You know, you got your, uh, your, your tack, you got gearing and all that. It's all right there in this little nice retro looking cluster. Very cool. And I like it in maroon, the burgundy color. Now, who's, who's the next one to do this? Are we going to see a Harley soft tail bobber? I could see it. Is Victor going to do it? Victor's going to do it. Ducati's going to do it. Takata don't have anything like this. Uh-uh. I know, but I'm sure uh-huh. they're going to try to duplicate something. <laughs> they're going to try. <laughs> I, I would say Indian or a Harley will be your next Ooh. one. They'll probably do this with the Scout, if anything. Well, Indian doesn't have a soft tail. I mean, to get that same look in the back, you need a, you're need you going to need a soft tail. Yeah. Nobody does a rigid anymore. Triumph did, did it up on this one. I, I, I commend them on this bike because it is sharp looking, and I would have one. Nice. All right. Well, I I don't quite share your enthusiasm, but it is a nice looking bike, but I, I'm not going to run out and buy one. I would. All right. I'll ride it for you while you're away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw another bike on the pile. <laughs> ah. So, bitch. <laughs> I'll park it at John's house over there. John might go ride it. Oh, no, that's not yeah. funny. That's not funny at all. <laughs> that's just hurtful. <laughs> You don't like it, so why, why ride it? Doesn't mean I won't ride it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's cool. We'll get out and ride that one. We'll report back. Just wanted to sort of put the word out there. Like I said, we had a great time with the riders of Loud Pipes just bantering back and forth about this bike. So just wanted to share it. What do you think? Sport bike? Well, wait, we can go sport bike or we can go build off. Let's go build off. All right. All right. Hang on, hang on. Let's go tech. 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 All right, go tech. Fire it up, my man. I don't. I don't have a sound bite for tech. You know, as much as you hate the tech stuff, and, and <laughs> is that close enough? <laughs> you screw me up every time with that, my friend. <laughs> screw me up. So, so real quick on tech. You see, Senna's coming out, or Senna's going to be releasing the new 30k communicator that I know Rich really loves. Tech on mm, the helmet. Love it. Can't wait. What does it do? <laughs> how good you know, is it you know it now allows you to have 16 people connected oh my god that sounds fantastic <laughs> you know more static more static in your helmet 16 riders burping in my helmet nice <laughs> and here i go i'm just turning this out there a little tech i think that's a little too many by about yeah, who, eight well who's even, even go gonna be yeah who's gonna ride with that many people at one time yeah, that's just a lot of people. And and I know it's kind of cool, but that's just too many. They need to focus more yeah. on fixing the range and everything else. That is an interesting thing. They're talking about over a mile range with this thing. Well, you, you got to realize it's not, I don't think it's a mile. I came to a conclusion. I don't think it's a mile range. 
I think it's because they're paired. So it's like a half link together. If you have sixteen to linked together, you can get that far away. Right. And I've and I've experienced that with us or or right with uh, Matthew uh, from work that you know you get quarter mile half mile it starts to really break up so it's not two miles and this is like across the street pretty much or down the road a little bit so yeah with that but i will just throw out that the other piece i will throw out that senna is coming out with a new app uh called uh ride ride connected and it's going to use your data service through your phone so it's going to so it's going to connect with your senna through your phone and then use your data service so What's kind of neat is, Rich, you could jump on your bike, throw up your app down in Charlotte. Like a voice over IP, but but at long distance. Yeah, and then you and I could connect while I'm here up here in Durham, and you're in Charlotte, and we could chat while on our Sundays. Okay. I can just imagine the, the cell phone bill. Well, it's yeah, I don't know how much data it's going to use. You know, that's one of those things. So If you're riding for hours talking to somebody this way. I don't care. Mine's unlimited. Just you, you fools that have caps and limits and country restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just thought that was kind of just cool. A couple of texts that came out from AIM Expo and yeah, oh, well, that's neat. I mean, it, I, I just thought I'd share it. it. It's nice to see somebody moving this stuff forward. It, I mean, for all my griping about it, it it does work fairly well. You know, I'm, if you think about it, I'm surprised it works at all. You know, with what with what you're asking some of these things to do, but. Yeah, if they approve it, it sounds like this adaptive mesh um, network that they're talking about is yep. a better way of keeping the group together. If you do have, you know, one separate from the herd kind of thing, you don't lose everybody. Yeah. So, so that that would be nice, especially. I mean, yeah, if you got sixteen people linked up and you're in a big group, you know, one of them's going to drop out at some point, or get farther ahead, or fall behind, or something. But you're stuck at a light, stuck behind some cars or a truck. Yeah, anything, right? Need gas, break down, you know, who knows? Like, Well, that's where I think... Have a the, slow the bike. Bo- that's where I think the, the app comes in better. If we were like like down in Barber, there I go again, uh, down in Alabama talking, it'd been cool if we had the, the app because then it'd been connected and we could have gotten, didn't matter, distance and we could just relate it back and forth. So We should start a Barber jar, you know, kind of like a swear jar. <laughs> Anytime someone yeah. says Barber, you got to put a dollar in the jar. <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll have enough money to go back next year. <laughs> well, you don't know about that. <laughs> no, we'll have enough money based on the swear jar. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's go build off. So Senna, yeah, that's cool. I just thought through throughout there. Yeah, so build off. So Victory is going to start a bike build off centered around the Octane, and they're calling this Operation Octane, and this is going to happen pretty quickly. So let me just read this from their website real quick. So Victor Motorcycle dealers from around the world are competing to build the best custom Octane on the planet. These talented teams had only three months to bring their vision to life. Determined by your votes, two North American winners and two international winners will be announced on November 22nd, 2016. Scroll down and vote. So yeah, this is at Victory's website, victorymotorcycles.com. And the 22nd, let's see, how many shows away is that, John? three shows from now 22nd that's just before thanksgiving here in the u.s i stumped him oh my goodness i stumped him oh my god i see two that i just i love we'll have a show probably the 10th the 17th and probably not the 24th that'll be thanksgiving so yeah after thanksgiving we'll talk about the winner 
Yeah, so so uh, yeah, you got three. Ep- if you include this one, it'll be three episodes. Maybe we'll record on the twenty third. You know, pre Turkey Day recording. Oh, I might be eating. And we'll give everybody an episode for the long weekend. Oh, they might enjoy that. Yeah. While they're cooking their dinner. And remember, if you're a patron, you get two shows, technically. You get this oh. this wonderful program and then our babbling, rambling downshift. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which usually starts off with a second beer. <laughs> right. Or a third. Usually, or it's usually the fourth Rico. Ah, I don't drink that much. Settle down. I, I wasn't going to ride him out. Come on. <laughs> I don't drink that much, do I? No. So, on the surface, what what do you guys think of the... Well, first of all, what do you think of the Octane? I mean, it's not that much different than the Scout. Indian did the Scout build-off. So, do you guys like the stock Octane at all? Are you meh? Don't care? What's your take? John? I think it's cool having companies or dealerships do these build-offs and come up with something unique and different for people. I, I think it'd be kind of cool if they would allow... And I'm not sure if they did, and this is... I don't know, let you, once they do them, let you buy them, you know, make them as an option or bill kit for you to change them. Um, Indian of, uh, Indian Motorcycles of Charlotte is doing that. They've made a whole series of bikes around their vision line that you can buy from them. Well, that's, that's cool. I'm glad they do it. But I asked about the bike. What do you think about the bike? The stock bike? bike. And it's stock form. The, the Victory Octane. Do you give a crap? No, it looks cool. Looks nice, different. Um, it, it's kind of closed off, but yeah, I think it's, it looks like a fun bike. It looks somewhat now, now kind of where it goes. It like looks somewhat like a V rod. Yeah, I can see I a like little that. bit. Yeah. And the Scout. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I can see some of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah Rich, talk about an yeah. engine that has no space around it. Look at this thing. Right. You yeah. Can't, you can't raise the tank high enough. To just... I'd need like 16 inch risers for the tank. Oh, God. Yeah. That's like I saw, you know, the V Rod over the summer out to the mountains. And it looked like a freaking toy, you know, a Hot Wheels little matchbox, you know. You know, it's cool, but yeah, it's this is the same thing. It looks like it's a plastic die cast motor put in in the middle of it. Not, I know it's not, but. Yeah. Well, let's look at some of the customs that are here. So if you scroll down on this page, so like I said, victorymotorcycles.com. Anyone on the live stream, if you're on the U.S. site, it's uh, Operation Octane. They they have all the bikes that are in the sh- in the competition, and one of them that I think is kind of interesting is the first one called the High Octane. That's from uh, Biker Syndicate in Switzerland. Is it Switzerland or Australia? High Octane. With yeah, the, the very tans- first one with the brown seat. That's my bike. Easy. No, it's not a brown seat. You must be farther down. No, it's, uh, one it's like the Rico. second one. Yeah. You like the second one with the big apes on it. Yeah, that's the one I like. High octane. That's with a dash. Yep. Are you guys on the same page as me? Yes. The very oh, first one I see says high octane. Yes, yeah, so look at high octane, high dash octane. The second one there for my friend. I don't even see that one. It's got, yeah, oh, ape hangers in the tan C with the exhaust sticking up in the back with the white wall tires. That's the one. Oh no, you're you're down. You know you're down a little bit, Rich. You got to go down one, two, three. Okay, this is four. all the you're way down four lines. No, no, this the one you're talking about is all the way at the bottom of the page. No, mine's at the top. I see the one you're looking at. It's got the wrap exhaust. It's up on the red stand. Yes, 
Yep. Yeah. It's from the biker bike. syndicate. Mm, yep. In well, Switzerland. On the webpage I'm looking at, it's the first bike. Look at my screen, it's my friend. Look at my screen. This one right there. Yeah, for me, that's all the way at the bottom of the page. And, all right. Enrico now can't see your screen, by the way, Dengus. Well, I know he can't see oh, my okay. screen, but you're the one having the argument with us where right. you can't see <laughs> Rico knows which one I'm talking about. See, yeah. him and I are on the same page. You know, him and I are having a side chat mentally. Wow. <laughs> well, I'll just hang up and let you guys finish then. I'll come back for the downshift. All right, then. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this bike looks pretty cool. I know I know we have a patron that would love those apes on that thing. I know too, yeah. Brown seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, it's funny that we both picked the same name, just yours has a dash and ugly looking pipes. Right. Mine doesn't have ugly yours has ugly looking pipes with a wrap and a little <laughs> can sticking out the side. And the sport bike rear end. Ill. Yeah. You know, I think he's got something going on here, Rico. I think he want, he's he got this mindset of sport bike. I do. Yeah. I think he's got an itch going on. And it's not just the bike. I'm I'm going to do it on the track because I've always wanted to ride on the track. So I'm going to do some track days and, and really learn how to ride, you know, not just go out there and fool around. Like, I want to learn how to do it. Oh, boy. Properly. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I'll get a knee down. I'm gonna get me a leather suit. Look like Fat Man in a little coat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go in to buy leathers, and they're gonna look at me and be like, "Are you serious?" (laughs) We can't squeeze your fat ass in here. Sorry. (laughs) They'd be like, "No, no, this is for Halloween." (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That's a good night, man. Yep. All uh, right. So going on. So what so, are we talking about? <laughs> bikes. <laughs> no, but I, I like, if you really want to guess, the race car inspired Octane. I kind of think that's kind of look neat with the, like in the car, the, the hood swoop coming down into the tank. That's kind of, that's kind of cool looking. The funny thing is a lot of them took the sport bike approach. You notice that Rico? Like a yeah. lot of them did the sport bike rear. You know, the the good forks, the massive front brakes. There's quite a few of those here. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. So but that's kind of victory's angle. I mean, you know, they're they're trying to take the high horsepower, high performance route. Which is cool. I think it's cool. It is. It it it's cool, but I like for me the, the, the bar the um one with the eight hangers with the with the barber look. I like that. Yep. Yeah, and, and Jebby's hanging out on the, the live stream and he says the Dever- desert racer is his favorite and second is evil Ethel. Uh, I, I was going there, my friend. Oh, uh, that's right. Um, Charlotte or uh, Indian or Charlotte doesn't do victories, do they? So they wouldn't be in this. No, no. So, all right, well, cool. So check this out. Um, you can also enter for a chance to win. My touchpad is sort of freaking out over here, but the winner is going to get a chance to win. A 2017 Victory Octane and up to $2,000 worth of Victory accessories and apparel. And you're going to meet Brian Fuller at his shop in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's pretty Already cool. Here. So yeah, just hang out a little bit, Rico. It's the end of the month. Do that. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's take a look at... Let's see. Do we want to look at another bike? No, let's go to the U-turn. Let's do that. All right. Let's do it. 
All right, another interesting build. This is something we've covered before. A custom bike or sort of a special edition bike that Indian did, which is the Jack Daniels Indian Chief Vintage. Now, there was one of these at the Barber Festival. i put another dollar in the cup. Mm-hmm. But the, the first one was sold at charity, at a charity auction, and they raised $150,000. Say what? Say what? So yeah, charity benefiting uh, soldiers. This was auctioned off in Las Vegas, and I just thought that was pretty cool. Good cause, cool looking bike. Be nice to have one of those, wouldn't it? Not for $150,000. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. not for one hundred fifty grand, but be a nice bike Sorry. to have. Yeah. It is look sweet looking. Yeah, it's classy. I like... I like they just had a nice little touch on there. Yeah, it's just enough. Yeah. Just enough. It's not gaudy in any way. Just just well done. Very classy bike. So I hope they continue this kind of thing. Either, you know, Jack Daniels and Indian or, you know, other companies and in, in Indian put together bikes like these because these are nice looking machines. Yep. As long as they cut those fenders off, we'll be okay. Yeah, do Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Absolute. <laughs> <laughs> Woodruff. <laughs> Can we get can we get the box wine bagger? Right. <laughs> the box wine, <laughs> the box wine bagger. <laughs> there you go. Some custom builder. Get on that. Oh, please build me a box wine. A box wine Robert. bagger. <laughs> That's awesome. And then just have the you know the saddlebags would just accept like some massive box of wine. <laughs> that would be awesome. John's just looking at me like, you've lost your damn mind. Shaking his head. What the hell? It's like, please get into the downshift. Um, Yeah, so that was it on the U-turn. Just wanted to close that down. I know we've talked about that bike before, but pretty neat that that one sold for a good bit of money and to a charity. Okay, Rico, we're introducing a topic, or a segment rather, that we haven't had in some time now. Are you ready for it? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, Rico. Let's head over to the shop. What? The shop. The shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this is an exciting one. And due to financial constraints, let's say, this is going to go on for quite a while. But what I want to break on this show is that I am going to build a custom bike. Shut your mouth. Boom. Mm. That's right. You got to... Build a custom bike. Tell me about this. What are you going to build? So oh, I, hang on, hang on, Rico. You're going to be here to help him, right? That's number one <laughs> uh, question. No, I'm going to watch this one from a distance. Oh, man. Okay. No, it, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted a one-off bike that that I built myself. You know, something that you've had your hands on every component of the bike. And it's it's sort of spurred on by our second trip to Barber. Another dollar in the cup. and the show Sacred Steel, I've been enjoying that, you know, watching them cut up frames and, you know, make these pretty cool choppers. And also learning about the different styles of, of bikes has been another another interesting little exercise. So that's what I've decided. I'm I'm gonna make my own bike sort of from scratch. Um I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fabricate the frame. I'm not gonna like hand hammer the tank or anything. Uh but I d- I do wanna cut it up. I wanna get some kind of stock bike and cut it up or just buy all parts from from new, you know, pick the frame I want, the engine I want, and just every part that's on this thing, I'm going to pick or build or modify in some way, and that's what we're going to do. Probably take a couple of years, but I'm going to do it. 
What are you going to weld on it? I don't know. Cut something, weld something. <laughs> I don't know. So I guess what I'm saying is this is the planning stage. So I need to pick a style. Oh, no, no. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's take you out of the equation. Let's let our listeners build this bike for you. Let them come up with a design and you build it. Ooh. Hmm. That's not my bike, then. <laughs> <laughs> so what? That's you like take that's like bike, you, bike you, committee. It would be a gold you take You take the best ideas that you like that the listeners give us, and you incorporate that into your bike. Wow. I don't know about that. I got to think about that. I mean, it's brilliant to me. Brilliant. I got to think about it. Hmm. No, I think he should because do it. Because no, because I, I think the listeners would give him some fresh ideas. Maybe he hadn't thought of. Okay, the, but the only thing that concerns me is when you do things by committee, nobody's happy. It ain't about being. It's about giving you ideas for your bike and you building it. Okay, you're committed. I'll to take the something. ideas. But so I- you take. So <laughs> what you can do is take different ideas that people send us, incorporate it in your bike somehow that you like. Okay. And then, you know, we'll we'll say that this this was inspired by such and such and this was inspired by such and such. Okay. You know, that, now that I can get on board with. So yeah, inspiration. Can I put feedback in here, Rico? Go ahead. Go ahead. A modus engine is what has to be the engine. <laughs> oh you gotta break the man. You gotta break him. It's like okay, gotta save eight grand right out of the hole. Thanks, John. <laughs> Rico, wouldn't that be a sick bike though? A custom chopper with a modus engine under it. Right. But yeah. I don't think he can build a bikes out of uh, old crates. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me a price limit here. Yeah, I'm going to need somebody else to do the welding if I'm going to put that kind of power, tra- power plant in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can find you somebody. All right. Well, well Rico, I'll, I'll agree to work on the idea. How's that? We'll, we'll come up with a way to involve listeners and, and patrons for sure. Well, the, the the patrons or the riders of Loud Pipes, as we like to call them, will be involved anyway. Right. You know, they'll get to see things constantly and give feedback and give ideas. So, yeah, that'll be a given. Yeah, just we got to figure out a way to integrate it into the show. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we're in the research phase, let's say. I'm looking at styles. Okay, so I have some ideas, have but I'm not somebody, sold on anything. What about frames? What kind of what kind of frame are you looking at? I don't know. I'm not sold on anything yet. I, I have uh, I have a loose idea of what I would do, but I'm I'm not married to anything just yet. All right, so listeners, you hear that? Send Rich <laughs> the proper frame to use for his build. <laughs> the only and th- what type of motor? What kind of motor are you thinking, Rich? I'm kind of leaning rigid and something old old harley old knuckle indian head. knuckle like a well knuckle would be nice but that's that's a lot of coin yeah he, what about an iron head or something yeah something or a pan old, head, yeah. like a well, maybe a pan head or something shovel head iron head sportster or something like that that's kind of what i've been thinking about you know and i just it's going to be minimal like you're going to look at this bike and you're going to wonder if it has how enough parts it, how, to how, run how, how, yeah. yeah. Does it run? <laughs> yeah. They're like, so you just bring this in on a trailer? Be like, no, I rode that in. That's the idea is it's, it's, it's going to be just a badass bike, you know, 
Are you going to put an electric start or are you going to actually kind of kickstart this thing? Depends on the engine. Yeah, it depends on the engine. All right. Kicker would be nice. I, I kind of like the idea of having bows. Yeah, there's there's ways to to hide that fairly well. Yeah, like on the latest episode of Sacred Steel, they did both, so. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking. It's probably rigid and probably V-twin. Motors would be very cool, but that's a lot of coin. And I, I want to do it as much of it as I can myself. You know, probably have somebody else paint it and maybe do some of the big welding. Like if I end up wanting to cut the frame, I may have somebody else do that welding. But it'll be my idea. I know a guy who can paint. I th- yeah, I think we know somebody who can paint. <laughs> I know some people that can weld too for you. And my helmet. I just got to gush about my helmet again. I absolutely love that thing. Now, now are you talking about the paint or the or showy RF twelve hundred? Everything. I love the helmet itself. Wow. I love the showy, and I love the the paint. The way and, it makes him look like a little chubby Chinese kid. I know. <laughs> Everywhere I go, though, people <laughs> just look at it and they're like, "Wow!" They're like, "Look at that helmet." Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is badass. Robert nailed it out of the park on that, and it's pretty sweet. I'm glad you love the helmet. You know, like I, I hoped you would. Now, now you got me itching to go buy one. Yeah, I carried it into the the grocery store the other day. I was out riding and just got a couple of things, and and the cashier she was like looking at it but not looking at it, and I don't know if she was just nervous, like she didn't want to say anything. So you know, I kind of broke the ice. I was like, I was like, you like the helmet? And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I'm glad you said something. She's like, that is awesome. <laughs> Crap, Rico. Rico, yeah. you know what we got to do now? What's that? We have to go get our helmets painted. I know. Yeah. There's nothing going to keep up with that. It is too cool. I, we won't be able to top that helmet. Well, you know what we could do? We could just get Robert to replicate it. Just say we need two more. No, kidding me? I want my own. Yeah, it's got, yeah, right. we got to do our own twist right. on it. I like the mics. I like the exhaust. I like the loud pipes. I like the skulls. But there's something else. I, I don't know. I'm going to put something on it. Like I said, well, I'll put my twist on it. Come up with your twist. I, I kind of have an idea. I just have to see. So You're not, you're not going to tell us, huh? No. Secret. Not. That's how Johnny rolls. Secret. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have, he's going to like have, Upload speed, <laughs> download speed. Yeah. This is going to say gigabit across the yeah. back. <laughs> you can suck my gigabit. You know. <laughs> He's going to have DOS commands. and I know. I feel like shell script or something. You know, SQL code something. Oh, man. So, yeah, we don't know what we're going to call this segment. Either the garage or the shop or something, but. I think almost every week now we'll, we'll probably get a chance to talk about the build. Well, before you get off this, we already have one input. Rigid. Yeah. Rigid. Yeah, I think it's going to be rigid. Spring seat. Rigid frame, spring seat. I think is what's going to be. That is what our friend Mr. Jebby said in our live stream. Because I've had a couple people tell me that a rigid frame with like a three-inch spring seat doesn't ride that much different than a soft tail. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. Now, I'm not going to build a rigid and not have any spring in the seat. That I'm not going to do. <laughs> what? You're not, you're, you're not going to be just James and or OCC and have no support in the back end? I, I probably could. No, you could. Down to Brooklyn, pizza and back, which is 1.2 miles for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't think I could do that. 
got to invest in a leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be pharmaceuticals for sure. Be sponsored by Tylenol. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, in my mind, like I said, I'm, I'm rolling around the idea of a rigid with an old Harley engine is kind of what's coming to mind, but I'm not married to that. Who knows? Could be Triumph engine, could be sport bike motor, who knows? Could be anything. Hmm. Okay. But it'll be it'll be unique. You know, I'm it's not gonna you're not gonna look at it and be like, Oh yeah, I've seen one of those before. It's I want it to be completely unique. And like I said, the main idea is you're gonna you're gonna look at it and just wonder if there's enough parts on it for it to go down the road. So some of that gets tricky with the laws and stuff, like things that you need to have. But we'll see. We'll go as far as we can. All right, John, any events? We got anything going on? Nothing planned yet, right? Nothing planned, but we do have to plan, as we did last couple of years, is the Easy Riders coming up. So, yeah. You going to come down for that this year? If it doesn't snow, yeah. Rain, snow, going, or kittens? I was going to last year, but, you know, we had a freaking ice storm, rainstorm come all down, so screwed up the plans. I was even trying to take the train, but the train didn't run, so. The train train was scared, too. So that's that. Uh, we're planning to do some type of big event, either via uh, Americade or the other place in Alabama that we've been to the last two years. Right. <laughs> uh, in two weeks, uh, two weeks on the 19th, there's the, the ADV demo ride at Motorcycles of Charlotte. So I'm going to try and hit that. ADV? Yeah. What, what, what's ADV there, Rich? What do you do with ADV bike? Well, I want to ride them. I want to ride the Ducati Multistrada Enduro, and I want to ride the big GS again. It's been a long time since I've ridden that. And there's the Triumph Tiger. Oops, I'm trying to think of what else, what else they have over there. All right, cool. So yeah, that's on the 19th. So if anyone's around Charlotte, that's at uh, Motorcycles for Charlotte on November 19th. It's a Saturday. So if it's not the 19th, it's the Saturday. <laughs> I think it's that's nineteenth. Let me give me a second. I'll pull it yep. up once I get to my calendar. Well, you do it that. It is the nineteenth. Okay, I'll so say you do that, and I'll close this down. All right, man. Anything else, Rico? I think uh, that's it, my friend. We've got a giveaway coming up. We don't have all the details just yet, but we've had a pretty cool thing given to us by uh, Mister Zion, who's a, one of our first five riders. So we'll have something to talk about here in another show or two. But we're going to have a really cool giveaway for an item. So stay tuned on that one. John, you had a question? Just trying to remember what the cake, what the giveaway was. Ah. And then I remember when you started saying, oh, yeah, that's where it was. <laughs> it's leather. It's cool. Yeah, it's leather. Yes. I have seen it. Well, speaking of the riders of Loud Pipes, I would like to thank them for their continued support. And that would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Micah is another member of the riders group hanging out on our private social network as he was grandfathered in at the time we made a change. And our lone barbershop member, Chuck, he needs some company. So let's get some more people in there to join him. So check us out at uh, loudpipes.net slash donate. And if you select a $1 level, you kind of get started with access to our downshift episode, which we'll record right after Loud Pipes. We just let the recorder run for a while and just post that in its raw and filtered form. And this will include all previous re- previously released content. So day one, when you sign up, you'll have plenty of downshift episodes to keep you busy. Or better yet, ride with us at $5 a month. 
which then adds the Riders of Loud Pipe social network that we keep talking about. And we do a monthly video hangout, which we just had this past Sunday. And again, it's loudpipes.net slash donate if you're interested. We also have official Loud Pipes t-shirts and a new store at loudpipes.net slash store. So there's the official shirt is still there towards the bottom of the page. Plus we have the new screen printed one, the embroidered polo shirt, the embroidered hat, the koozie, the keychain, the stickers. You get the idea. It's a store. So (laughs) check it out, loudpipes.net slash store. And additional information for this episode, including our links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 62. And you can also leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media. Monsieur Hogan? Let's get it rolling, my pimp. All right. Kick stands up. Let's ride on out. Johnny? All right, safe. All right. Take care, everyone. Ride it like a stove, This has been an R-Dub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.